Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Red Shirts. It's our one-year birthday show. We've been doing this show for a full year now. Who could believe it? It's very exciting. I am, as ever, your host, Jake Donaldson, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Maddie, Nana, Visitor, Church House, and Nathan, oi, oi. Never, Nathan never visits his Nana at hospital, Thomas. <laughs> Without further ado, let's engage. Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. It's nice. uh, it, it's our birthday show, guys. We've been doing this for an entire year. Can you imagine? Nathan has been ragged on for an entire year. I know. I feel quite proud of myself. <laughs> Just for the listeners' context, we always re- like do this over Google Hangouts as well as when we're recording. And at the minute, we can only see Jake's forehead. Jake, what are you doing? Well, it's because is I- that a callback to the first episode where we agreed Stott had a five head? Is that what it is? <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, we've yeah, co- first episode was Zomok time. We've come so far since then. Um, we've and- come so far. We've <laughs> looked each day and night in the eye. We have come so far, and you'll hear how far we've come in this episode. What we'll have is uh, the first half of the episode, we will, as we discussed recently, we'll go and subject Maddie and Nathan to the specialist subject round from the TV show Mastermind about Star Trek and see if they can beat me when I was watching it, who got a grand total of one question. So um, <laughs> we'll see how well Maddie and Nathan do on that. And then after that, we will be going to hear a compendium of clips from the show, from the last year of the show, that you might not have heard before because either we've had to cut them for time because they were just not relevant and we went on a big long rant, or uh, in some cases, things that uh, we decided we wouldn't put in at the time because we thought they would be difficult. <laughs> but but we, we'll, we'll share with you a, a little clip package from, from the last year of things that you haven't heard before, little outtakes and things, which I'm really excited for you to hear. But further ado without further ado even that's how these things work um without further ado we will get straight into the first half of the birthday show which at first uh, before we go into the uh the quiz i i have a little present for you guys um oh yeah you said you said ominously that you had a present i do for have a, I'm a... i do have a present for you so Ooh, uh... so uh, Guys, I, I don't know if you remember me saying that my new favourite character in the in all of Star Trek is Lieutenant Kayla Detmer from yes from Star Trek. Yes, Discovery. you did. I remember you say that. Yeah, because she is uh, she's the the newest character for Hashtag Sexy Space Show, um, and so I would like to uh, share a little um, message from uh, Emily Coots, the actor no! who plays no, no, Jesus, who oh plays God. Kayla Detmer. She's gotten in touch. She's uh, oh given us a little message. God. Told her about the podcast and 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 also just to uh, get it out the way early. Um, in true red shirts, not being able to uh, effectively market themselves style, I did forget to tell her the name of the podcast. But <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> but, but it's still it's still just as nice. So I'm going to share my screen. Hopefully this will work. If I can't make it work, oh we'll do some goodness. magic in, in the I'm edit. I'm going to cry. Nathan, Maddie, Jake, 
congrats on your one year podcast anniversary. That is so freaking cool. Um, you didn't say the name of it though, so I can't listen. So please tweet at me the name. Um, that is so, so cool that you started it. And I'm sure that COVID actually maybe motivated you to do it. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of us stepped out of our comfort zones last year with a lot of extra time on our hands. So congrats on actually making it productive. Um, and I'm really proud of you guys. I'm sure it was a lot of work. And so many people doing podcasts these days, it's like hard to, to motivate yourself and make something unique. And I can't wait to listen uh, to your Star Trek podcast. Um, I am so happy that you guys are Trekkie nerds. I didn't watch Star Trek when I first started uh, Discovery, and so I had a lot of catching up to do. And now I'm obviously a diehard and totally understand. And part of the thing that makes Star Trek so special is definitely the fans and the people and the family aspect of it all. So um, I'm so happy to get to connect with you guys and uh, be in touch and hopefully we'll be able to meet at a convention someday or, um, you know, chat on the podcast. Mwah! Live long and prosper, baby. No! Lieutenant Detmer told us to live long and prosper and she wants to listen to our podcast. I'm going to cry. This is, what the hell is going on? I well, can't ha- take this anymore. We need to tweet birthday. at her what the name of the podcast is. I, Jake, I will do. I will we, tweet at her the do- name of the podcast. But uh, oh! I just thought, I thought you both deserved a, a present to say happy birthday for well done uh, for all your hard work on the podcast. Uh, oh, Jake, thank you. Now it's prepare so to get owned nice. by quizzes. I, ca- right? I just can't believe that Lieutenant Detmer just gave us an actual message. What is going on? Emily Coots right. knows my name. I think, I think Jack and uh, Jake, you should you should do my round of the quiz first because Maddie might need a few more. Okay. I just so, need to cool. I need cool off time, guys. I'll, cool off time. I'll, I'm just gonna lie here and put my head under a blanket like I'm a budgery gar, and then <laughs> you can await me in five minutes. Okay. So right. the the way that this works um, is. Uh, I have I've found these are real specialist subjects rounds that appeared on the UK quiz show Mastermind. If you're an international listener, you don't know the idea is that a contestant picks a specialist subject and then they get asked questions specifically about that. And in these cases, uh, these are where someone's picked uh, a particular series of Star Trek. So for so Nathan and Maddie, you'll both get different sets of questions. Oh, okay. Just like in the show, you will get two minutes of time to answer them. Uh, which I will keep. Are we doing it properly? Are you going to ask us uh, like our name and our specialist subject, which you will have to tell us because we don't. Know. Yeah. Okay. We'll do. We'll do that. <laughs> um, okay. And then, uh, and I'll, I'll time you. You've got two minutes um, to to do the the, the questions. Um, I'll just get a little timer up now. Right. Uh, and 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 no cheating. No. No. I mean, you've only got two minutes. Yeah. So exactly. Like, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna Google it, I think you'd struggle. But um, so we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with. You, Nathan. So, do you want to? Do you, so, we'll do the, the bit where I'll go. Um, okay. Yeah. Our first contestant is. Oh, hang on. You got to, no, you got to yeah. ask me my okay. name. Now it's time for our first contestant. Name? Nathan Thomas. Occupation? Uh, uh, comedian and podcast host. Specialist subject is. Uh, Star Star Trek: The Next Generation. I'm assuming. No, it's Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I think I, I might. I, I am less confident. Okay. Business. Well, here you go. Uh, so, Maddie, if you can keep a, a tally of how many he's uh, he's got right, then uh, indeed I shall. And just as as a point of order, just like on Mastermind, you can't interrupt the question, so you have to wait until the end of the question to answer. If you interrupt, yeah. I'll finish the question anyway. So you're not going to save yourself any time doing that. Okay. Yep. Nathan Thomas, your time starts 
now. The Star Trek series Deep Space Nine is set on board the 24th century space station near the planet Bajor at the beginning of the first series. Benjamin Sisko is an officer on board which ill-fated starship at the Battle of Wolf 359? Uh, Lakota? Incorrect. What's the name of the Klingon opera that Jadzia and Worf play out in the Hollow Suite in the episode Looking for a Part? It's the one where... Oh, fuck. I don't know his name. It's the one where um, the big Klingon people get married. Um, Pass. Say that as a pass. Traditional Bajor and religious teachings believe that nine sacred objects were sent to the prophets from the Celestial Temple. What names are given to those objects? Uh, The sacred orbs. Correct. In Trials and Tribulations, Domo and Loxley, whose names are Anagrams of Mulder and Scully, worked for what organisation? Temporal Affairs. Incorrect. It's the Institute of Temporal Investigations. What is the original name of the starship Captain Sisko was given to replace the first USS Defiant in Dogs of War? Sao Paulo. Correct. In The Visitor, Captain Sisko's son Jake is an elderly writer who's had only two books published. Collecting st- collected stories is one. What is the title of the other? Visitations? No, Anslem. In Rivals, what sport do Chief O'Brien and Dr. Bashir play very competitively together on New Court? Um, Parisi Squares. Incorrect, Racquetball. In Far Beyond the Stars, Captain Sisko hallucinates that he is struggling. He is a struggling black 1950s New York science fiction writer. What is the writer's name? Pass. Which character speaks the final line of the series when he states that more things change, the more they stay the same? Quark. Correct. And that is your time up. Hey, uh, three. You're already winning over Jake. So you've got three points on the on the actual uh, two minutes. I'm so annoyed about some of those, though. The Anselm one I'm really annoyed about. And um, so, is it Saratoga that, yeah. that was his original ship? Oh, yes. So, the Lakota's the one that... They're both Excelsior class. The Lakota attacks is the, is, is the one that his rival is on. Oh, that really pisses me off. Well, yeah. Nathan, I wouldn't have got any of them, so don't worry about it. Um, I, I'll give you the... Um, uh, so the the last one about the science fiction writer, uh, his name was Benny Russell. Um, mm. I'll give you the three other questions or four other questions that you would have got. These won't count, but just for fun. Um, what is the name of the holographic forgery artist awaiting execution at the Klingon prison for whom Captain Sisko arranges a pardon in Theory 6? Uh, pass that. That's Tolar. Uh, what was the name of the Vulcan captain who challenged Captain Sisko and his crew to a game of baseball in a hollow suite? Captain Solok. What drink does Quark make at his bar for Professor Natina Lang as his Cardassian former lover in Profit and Loss? Canal? Uh, no, it's a Sumerian sunset. And okay. finally, which rock, which rock star... Uh, hang on, I'll say that again. Which rock star plays the water clone uh, in the episode The Magnificent... What? Oh, I, I know what this is. It's the is Iggy Pop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Part, part of the issue is with this is right. It's because the questions are so long and complicated. I've um I've got them like transcribed for, th- through a, a piece of software. So some of the questions I've had to sort of rewrite 
and I, I don't quite understand what all of them say. So apologies for advancing that. But um, so Nathan, I think that means Maddie did. Did Nathan get? Three points. Three. Okay. Well, Maddie, you have three is the score to beat. Um, We'll bring it on. Okay. So I'm not going to get more than that. Like, I'm literally (laughs) not. Okay. Right. Even if you do it on Discovery. It's amazing how your brain melts because, like, a lot, those last couple of questions where I knew the answer Mm. um, afterwards, it's just like, you say an answer, immediately know it's wrong, and then you go, oh, there's the right answer. <laughs> oh, <bollocks." laughs> uh, okay. Uh, our next contestant, please. Name? Uh, Maddie Church House. Pew, 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 pew. Occupation? Uh, really, uh, occupation, oh God. Um, full-time Spurk fangirl. <laughs> and your specialist subject is Star Trek The Original Series. This is going to be dicey. It's going to You've be very dicey. Can it not minutes. be Spurk fan fiction? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Uh, <sighs> two minutes. Time starts now. In the episode Balance of Terror, the Enterprise responds to attacks on Federation outposts monitoring the neutral zone, separating the Federation from which empire? The Romulan Empire. Correct. To whom is Kirk referring in Space Seed when he says that? He was the best of the tyrants and the most dangerous. Khan! Correct. The cage was not broadcast originally, but the footage was cleverly used to create visual evidence of Mr. Spock's court-martial proceedings in which two-part story? The Menagerie. Correct. Exposure to radiation causes members of a landing party to age rapidly in the deadly years. Chekhov is the only person not affected because he suddenly has raised levels of what naturally occurring hormone? Oh, uh, not seen this episode. Serotonin? Incorrect. It's adrenaline. Oh, in, shite. In the Squire of Gothos, Captain Kirk fights Trelane Trelan, in a yes, duel with, with pistols during which he destroys an object that he thinks is the source of Trelane's power. What object? Ah, oh, bollocks. I don't remember what it was. Is it a, a goblet? No, it's a mirror. Ah. Oh. Gene L. Kuhn was a producer of Star Trek during the first two seasons. He then continued writing on a number of episodes on which he was credited under what pen name? Gene L. Kuhn. Uh, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> no, it was Lee Cronin. Which actress who plays number one in the pilot, The Cage, appears as Nurse Christine Chapel in later episodes? Marjorie Barrett. Correct. In which episode does a landing party discover a primitive society that exists uh, to serve a machine called Val? Oh, what's it called? Oh, is it the one where they're all red and they have white hair and it's a really shitey episode, but I don't remember what it's called. Uh, the the beauty of the dawn shall not flee from the f- fire of night. <laughs> no, and uh, unfortunately your time's up. Uh, the answer was the apple. Uh, oh, Fucking hell! <laughs> but I, I don't know how many you got right, but you definitely beat Nathan. So <laughs> yeah, Maddie Churchhouse, you scored four points. Four yes! points. There you go. Yes! Well done. I did so much better than what I thought I would. I'm no. quite impressed, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. I'll, do you want the uh, the last couple of questions to, for fun to see if Absolutely. you would have got them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in whom has whom God has destroyed? Garth cannot escape the asylum and the beam on board the Enterprise. 
because he cannot respond correctly to the security challenge at Queen to Queen's level three. What is the correct response? I actually haven't seen that uh, episode yet. Okay. So uh, can't answer it. It was Queen to King's level one. Uh, in the man trap, a shape-shifting alien creature infiltrates the Enterprise and takes the form of crew members. When it meets Lieutenant Uhura, it speaks to her in English and what other language? Um, probably Swahili. Correct. On the set of the Enterprise, items such as pipes and relays that served no specific purpose were labelled GNDN, followed by a number. What are the initials GNDN standing for? Goes nowhere, does nothing. Correct. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the only character whose name appears in the title of more than one episode is a villain played by uh, Jess Carmel. Which villain? Oh, Jess Carmel. Or Jesse Carmel. Jesse Carmel. Is it Jesse with... Oh, it's not a... I've probably got the name wrong because <laughs> of this weird translating It's not that thing. Romulan lady, is it? No. Uh, is it a Klingon? Roger C. Carmel. Roger C. Car. Oh, uh, oh, um, mm, his I mean, name appears in two of the episode titles. I feel like I yeah, should be able there are also episodes that we have done on this podcast. Wait, what? Oh, it's Harry Mudd then, isn't it? It is Harry Mudd, correct. Wow, my brain went really blank That's what then. we should have done. Next next time we do a quiz like this, I'm going to prepare a quiz that is only questions from episodes <laughs> we've we've done. I'd be interested to do the... Can you... Because I... Um, uh, could I... Could you send me the TNG one? Because I'd be interested to know how well I do that. Because I I know that in a more nerdy yes. way that I know deep. Well, I had initially planned to do the TNG one because that's the one that I watched on a repeat on TV. Yeah. But I cannot find it anywhere uh, online for the life of me. So that's why you got those yeah. ones. Yeah, good because I am the winner. I <laughs> am winner winner chicken yeah. dinner. Get no, murked. No take that away. From you me. absolutely uses and, and, and in the village. <laughs> wrecked. And 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 now we're definitely transitioning into a uh, into a clip that makes that Maddie look like a right. Player. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just for karma. Yes. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening for the last year as well. We never thought the thank podcast would end list- up being this popular, and uh, and you, we've got a lovely sort of little. Almost sort of a cartel of followers. Uh, we, we promise it's not a cult. <laughs> cartel, but, um, <laughs> like a, like we're the mob. You're like the mob boss. The Roger C. Like, cartel. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're but, the you're the we're the gang. Yeah, but, uh, and you're like but, pour me yeah. a cup of coffee. Stop it, Jackson. <laughs> All right, bye everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening for the last year. We hope you keep listening for much longer. Thank you, Emily Coots. From now until the end of the episode, it will be uh, a clip show of uh, outtakes and uh, secret hidden bits that you won't have heard before. Um, Next week, we'll be back business as normal, uh, where we will be looking at uh, one of our most exciting episodes so far that we've done in a while. Uh, We're doing Our Man Bashir from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which uh, will be a a lovely fun one to do. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, But enjoy the rest of these clips and live long and prosper. Goodbye. Hello? Hello. Hi, Joe. Hi. Yeah, good, thanks. I'm just about to record a podcast, so sorry if I laugh. What's that, sorry? I'm just about to record a podcast, so sorry if I'm noisy. No, I'll keep my voice down.
Right. Cheers. Thank you. I am now recording. Housemate. Oh, are we all recording? Mm. Yeah. Oh, we thought it yeah. was a ghost. <laughs> right. Let's do a clap. Uh, On a the three, three. Everyone clap. Two. One. Yeah. Some good clapping. Hello and welcome to Red Shirts. I'm your host, Jake Donaldson. And as ever, I am joined by my erstwhile compatriots, Maddie City on the Edge of Forever Church. <gasps> and Nathan, forever young. <laughs> I want to be forever young. Thomas. And for one week, special guest, Izzy Trevelyan from the ITU, from the ITU crew. I've done that wrong, but you'll get a chance to explain yourself in a minute. <laughs> Without further ado, let's engage. <laughs> Yay! Oh, oh, that's the worst intro you've ever done, Jake. <laughs> I got so distracted by making sure that I was in key when I sang your part. <laughs> I love Which that I you, wasn't even. I love that you wrote it down and you were like, still the ITO crow. <laughs> Jake was even like, how do I spell that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I've written it down. Because like, so it's uh, just for the for clarity for listeners. Uh, Izzy is part of a streaming group called the You Crew. Is that right? That's me. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I think there's something you should know Michael, it's time I told you so There's something deep inside of me Turns out it's Vogue I'm meant to be Rewrote my Klingon DNA Took on this filthy human name I don't expect you to understand But wearing Ash Tyler's skin does not make me a man All we have to do now Is join our houses and smash them through Starfleet. All we have to see is Klingon supremacy. Starts with Klingon unity. Yeah, yeah, Kalesh, the unforgettable Kalesh. We serve under his like Kalesh. Fire up the beacon and remain Klingon. <laughs> But I do agree with you that, like, Worf definitely, like, produced all those injuries himself. I've got a friend who fell out of a balcony um, into a snowdrift um, and, like, broke a load of bones. And then some guy was walking past and had the really bright idea to drag him out Ooh. of the snowdrift up onto the road, which then immediately, yeah, like, <laughs> broke all of, like, massively damaged his spinal yeah. column and further worsened all of Ooh. his bone breakages. So, yeah, yeah. don't do that, guys. I, I crushed my motorbike, uh once and i which i, I you ride I, a motorbike I'm, that's i'm cool. aware that uh but some of the listeners would be like wait didn't you say you were blind yes i am <laughs> that goes some way to it <laughs> is this legal is that <laughs> it even goes legal? some way to explaining why i crashed the motorbike um but <laughs> <laughs> so what, what happened so like i'm partially sighted but i can see well enough to be independent but i can't see well enough to drive you previously said you can't. Yeah, you can't. So, I, well, drive. I no. Th so, this is the issue, right? I is can drive. I'm physically capable of driving, but like not safely. Um, <laughs> like I can, I can. <laughs> You're caveating this <laughs> I so can see. much. 
This is this is Jake Donaldson knows that he's about to say that he did something. No, 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 no that's not true. It was all legal, right? So I. <laughs> that is not what I said, so you, Jake. You, what, what, what happened is, you, so you, in the UK, you can uh, ride a motorbike up to a certain power level uh, on a learner's license with learner plates uh, without anyone else present, as long as you've done. <laughs> Like compulsory basic training, and uh, and you have all of the insurance and stuff like that, um, and that is the only thing that I could do to get around because I I'm not I can't see well enough to be able to pass a driving test for a car, even though I've learned to drive, but I can't pass the driving right. test because I can't read the uh, the nice license yeah. plate numbers from the distance that the DVLA says you have to be able to, and uh, technically I'm supposed to be able to do that for the the compulsory basic training for a motorbike as well, but I did my training in someone's back garden in York. So, uh, I mean, this gives you an example of how dodgy the people were that gave me my license, right? Uh, I crashed the motorbike on my test and they still let me pass. <laughs> I, I, I wrote, I wrote yeah, again, off the motorbike. It's very much letter of the law. <laughs> Sorry, you the law, wrote off the motorbike. I, during your license test and they gave I wrote you off the, the motorbike and sprained my ankle quite badly. And the, we had to leave the bike in a lay-by on the side of a road, and I, I had to get on the back of the instructor's bike so he could ride me back to the test centre. Uh, and then he put me on another bike, and we went straight back out again. But because I'd sprained my ankle, I couldn't change gear on it because my ankle hurt too much every time I changed gear. So we stopped, and then he went, well, you've done it. You've been out for about half an hour, and that's the minimum amount that you need to do. So, you know, yeah, fine, whatever, we'll give you it. And so they let me pass it. So then I rode a motorbike for two years on learner plates. That was absolutely fine legally. Um, and then my eyes, <laughs> then my eyesight, then my eyesight deteriorated, and I decided that I was going to not do that um, anymore. So now I do not. I no longer ride a motorcycle. I no longer have a car or anything like that. I don't do any kind of driving. I do have a bicycle. Uh, I bought and I bought a ninety. 90- Digital road bicycle today, which I'm yet to see. Oh, is that the the, the yes? Thing I bought it's very pretty. The shop. Um, and I've I've named yeah. it the Enterprise. <laughs> but <laughs> but what are your plans with this? Is this the ankle spraining? You spent two years is... endangering lives of children and no, OAPs all across no, York. No, not true. Because I only wrote it. I only got it because I needed to get... I lived in the middle of nowhere, and my office was in the middle of nowhere on a farm. So I had to get between point A and point B, and there were no buses that go there. So I was only riding on country roads that had no one on them. Uh, I never rode it on motorways or anything important. Yeah. So uh, you would say that uh, when you were riding your motor motorbike, uh, really the country roads took you home. <laughs> <laughs> Where's riding's your <laughs> Shall shall we wrap up? Because I think I think after quite a heavy emotional start, we've uh, got derailed by your grand Yes, okay. I've got I've got a point that's sad, so I don't okay, want to well, finish on it. So you I say, say that, it now. and then I'll make a point, don't... and then we can finish. Is there a 
Wild West TOS episode because that feels like the kind of thing they do. It does feel like the kind I of thing like they do. Sadly, there isn't. Because oh, no. there's definitely the there's Nazi, Nazi episode. episode there's the, the gangster episode, like the 1920s. The gangster like, episode. There's the, there's the, like, uh, uh, the, the racism episode where you it's like, I am episodes. white on one side and black on the other, and I am black on, on the one side and white on the other. Oh, <laughs> like that, that is the worst example of what we were saying about them putting two sides of the same coin together. Like. No, no, I completely tell an absolute massive fucking lie. I was forgetting about the episode of TOS where they do, in fact, have a gunfight at the OK Corral. Oh, no, wait, that is the gangster episode. No, wait, is it? Uh, I don't remember. But yes, that, yes there is a, there's a Wild Cowboy. West shootout episode in TOS, and Excellent. I want to watch it. And they have a gunfight at the OK Corral. Or, as I prefer it to be known, the bonfire at the OKT rooms from the goodies episode. <laughs> There's a Captain little 1970s Kirk and members of his crew are sent to die in a reenactment of the gunfight at the OK Corral. Why did why do alien races execute people in stupid ways? Yeah. <laughs> why also why like, are people so like Sealer in this episode, Spock says well, I'm not cooperating with you because you'll kill us either way. And then she goes, Right, I'm going to lock you in this room and not Password protect my computer. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, she's like like sort of bad super nanny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like aliens are always like, oh well, I'm going to kill you in this really niche specific way that's bizarrely relevant to your particular era of Earth history, but no one else would ever have heard of, and it's actually not that <laughs> important, and it's you know historical importance has been grossly over exaggerated by the culture of spaghetti westerns, and actually this gunfight was really irrelevant, and not even that many people died, and it didn't matter anyway. But we're going to send you there to die. <laughs> yeah, why, why don't they just? They've got laser guns. Like, just use that, mate. <laughs> just blow them up it's with some photons. Right I mean, there. of course, the real reason is there's the Western shooting near in a nearby studio, and as ever, Star Trek has no money. <laughs> yeah, that will be. I guarantee, because that's the reason they did the gangster episode. No, is it? <gasps> That yeah, so loads funny. of episodes of TNG where they so do time funny. travel or go to a weird planet <laughs> like that is because they didn't have the budget, but the adjacent studio had all of these sets. So if they filmed on those sets, they could do it cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as a as a a, a, a fact. <laughs> yeah, that like that is what like I mean. I always kind of find it vaguely intriguing where like. Like, it's a big thing I'm interested in in film and television where it's, like, people who have, like, this limitation and they have to work around it. Yeah. Like, it's always the thing why I've respected, like, Star Wars. I know I know we don't mention the other franchise, <laughs> uh, but early Star Wars and, and George Lucas when he started out to make Star Wars, where he was just like, oh, I'd like to do this. And all the producers said, oh. There's no these special effects don't exist. It's like okay, I'm going to found a company, research these special effects for two years. Now they exist. Now I'm going to make my film. Legend. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is great, yeah. And as as we discussed, the um, one of the first ever computer generated things made by industrial light and magic was it? But it was like the people who went on to be industrial light and magic was done for uh, a Star Trek film that we've discussed yes. on the podcast before. <laughs> Yes. Um, Which is a shame. It's uh, it's not a good Star Trek film. <laughs> Wait, what? It was in Wrath of Khan. It was in. Yeah, it uh, was in Wrath of Khan. Oh, I thought they. Ha, I thought you meant. Ha, the, you're wrong, the, Nathan. The, the oh my god, did we just wrong. get? No, I just we... outsigned Nathan. Boom. 
We out, take that, we Nathan. Outstart, we just outstart. We'll celebrate it. now because it's 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 me. Yeah, um. <laughs> Star Trek, Nathan. We got a Star Trek nerdy fact right, and Nathan got it wrong. Ha ha ha! How does it yeah. feel to not be the encyclopedia of knowledge anymore, Nathan? Your reign of terror ab- is over. <laughs> I might abandon the uh, the naming Nathan after serial killers part of the intro for next week and just start it with by Please. saying, uh, I, I'm. I'm your host, Jake Donaldson, Star Trek genius. Here's my co-host, <laughs> Maddie, Star Trek genius, Church House, and Nathan, Star Trek idiot, Thomas. You know, you know, if you say all of those words in those orders, I can isolate the idiot, the genius part, swap them round, right? Like, like I could, uh, like, yeah, but that is too much work. I am pretty confident that with with nearly fifty. It's not as hard as you think. Um, <laughs> with nearly 50 episodes uh, and with sufficient time, I can make either of you say anything. Nathan's <laughs> yeah, just reminding us that he has the power. He's like, you may think that you have That's... defeated me, but yes, I have yeah. the supreme editing power. The... <laughs> this, is Na- this is Nathan essentially threatening us with the exact same thing that <laughs> evil Tasha Yar <laughs> threatens <laughs> Spock with. So yes, I, it is. It I could just create a version of you that says what I wanted to say. <laughs> for, fortunately for, for me, neither of you are as good as Spock, so you won't stop me. Um, <laughs> I'm so offended, but I know that it's true. I could never be as good as Spock. What are you going to do with two penises? One I will put on my head, the other I will use in bed. Two penises. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Sorry. doing? <laughs> it's a it's a song from an well, it's a game from an improv group I had. Like you, you'd say, I think you it, it could be any object, but it was most famously penises, and it was like two x two x. What are you gonna do with two x? And then you would rhyme the next two lines, and then and then sing, and then it'd be the next person. So. <laughs> Someone, someone who is the most like wholesome, not at all sexual sort of person said, like did selected penises, did two, did that, um, <laughs> like like thing, and it has been stuck in my head since, and, you, and, and then it just it just came out. How is I, how I is that the, how is that the first time that the two penises song has come into your brain while recording? 50 episodes of this podcast. Oh, it's, co- it's coming it's come in my brain a lot. The difference is... Sorry, two that, penises uh, all... have come in your brain. <laughs> yes, it explains a lot. Um... <laughs> That's what causes autism, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's not fucking vaccines, so... Um... <laughs> I suppose penises coming into your brain is a kind of vaccine. <laughs> what? A vaccine against what? <laughs> this is an awful image. Stop it. Um, the... Is that no, what a it, brain it, gasm is? I'm Jake. writing to the lab no, set right now. <laughs> is that what like, a brain gasm is? I'm away on my typewriter from my Stop shed at the bottom the of the jo- garden. <laughs> autism! Autism is caused by penises coming in brain. Yes, yes, I'm a qualified doctor. I have many qualifications. Publish this across the world. <laughs> How do you like this white Jake. matter? <laughs> Jake, it has... The, the song has come into my... Uh, head uh, every every time it's been mentioned. The difference is that I am now sufficiently uh, low filtered, tired, and um, <laughs> and generally in a state of of, of weird uh, mania that uh, I've decided to sing it this time. <laughs> We're slowly drawing you to the dark side. <laughs> Thank you.
Roger definitely licks her own bum because yeah. all cats do that. So there's something faintly adorable about the way you say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, yes, might not. Yeah, Willie. I my my girlfriend told <laughs> me off for so saying floofy. my girlfriend told me off for saying Willie during sex a couple of weeks ago because <laughs> she was like, it's just not a sexy word, is it? <laughs> Ooh, suck my willy. There are no sexy words to refer to, to, to the anatomy of, of either. Particularly, vagina has no nice words. Yeah, I disagree. Like, what about know. punani? <laughs> what about cockwallop? Venus, <laughs> Venus Vitra. Cockwallop? <laughs> I love the idea. <laughs> Of a cock wallet. Someone well, say I, it's going to take all the strength I have to not. As soon as we finish this, go to see my significance uh, of a uh, go. <laughs> penis flytrap. Penis flytrap is good as well, but I love cock wallet. I love the idea. If if you've got a cock wallet, then you refer to a condom as RFID protection. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sexist. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and what about uh, the, your your swelling member? You know, classic Mills and Boone <laughs> sexy references to a throbbing member. Sorry, That's if you've got a cock wallet, then the penis has to be referred to as like <laughs> some kind of. It's got to be something like a sausage wallet. No, uh, you want you want night stands, your spare change. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and paying for uh, paying for a prostitute is a trolley pound. Um, <laughs> what about Billy the Willy? <laughs> I love how Maddie doesn't want to engage in this at all. <laughs> Maddie's just coming up with other names. She's not engaging I'm with. Not right. up well, this is going to be one-eyed This is going to be special, isn't it? This is one-eyed Pete. You've never heard anyone call it one-eyed Pete. <laughs> Or the one-eyed I've heard someone call it the pocket rocket. Oh. Um, one-eyed Pete is definitely going to be the intro next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, look. You know, with in a positive scenario, achieve good results. Star, Tre- um, Star Trek's not meant to accurately reflect real life. If Star yes, Trek- it is because it's science fiction, you moron. Oh, so, no, <laughs> no, that's what science fiction is for, you fucking prick. No, t- no TV is meant to accurately reflect real life. Otherwise, you'd see Ian Beale having a shit on every episode of EastEnders. No, it's meant to be a reflection on society. You're meant to look at it and go, oh, fucking even in the future, we're going to fuck it up. Yeah, but why, <laughs> yeah, but why then don't I feel like Maddie's the on- scorekeeper and I'm the referee here. <laughs> Why then, on, on Data's Day, do you not get an entire scene where Data's on the phone to his internet provider trying to get a better tariff? Like, that's you an... do! Every time he's got to be deactivated for an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a very good point. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, can I we talk... No, the, entire finale, the entire finale of Picard. Yeah, okay. We we, we don't no discuss more. Picard. I haven't seen it yet. Maddie Say hasn't no seen Picard, so we're not allowed to discuss Sorry. it. But <laughs> very good. Nothing interesting happens, honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it accurately reflects various areas of you know modern life. Firstly, obviously, like we've discussed, the unions. Uh, secondly, the fact that the police are fucking shit and don't do their job. Um, <laughs> like when Wolf goes to complain about the thief, and Odo's like, "Yeah, shit happens, mate." I'm like, mm, "That's funny." Oh.
Um, sh- sh- should we? Should I do a, a wrap up end of episode thing? Yeah. Are you not going to ask which of the Voyager cast in this episode is most likely to try and suck their own dick? <laughs> Look, I. Because we know my answer, <laughs> Nathan, and I think we know Jake's answer. So uh, that leaves you, Nathan. Nathan, who do you think on Voyager is most likely to suck their own penis? <laughs> uh, I think it's. I think I'm gonna have to come down on Tom Paris. <laughs> yes, he's like. definitely tried, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely tried. I think the legs may, uh, may do in the future, but the thought hasn't occurred. To yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Maddie and I were discussing this last week when your internet broke, Nathan. But uh, we are, we really like the, that as a recurring <laughs> a, a recurring gag in the episodes. I'm well aware what you what <laughs> that you like it as a recurring. To get out though. Don't worry. <laughs> Nathan knows what we think, yeah. but he has the power because he does the editing. I know that's the, the worst bit. I let you have sexy Romulan, uh, sexy Vulcan, Liam Gallagher. Yeah. And sexy Romulan Phil Collins. So. I think we could maybe have um, it as like a side thing, like something we put on our social media. Be like, just so you know, because it's not on the episode, because Nathan doesn't approve of it. <laughs> Every episode, we rate which of these characters most likely suck their own dick. So, like, and then everyone can yeah. vote. We can put up polls and then we can tell them what we thought. Yeah, okay. I'm not nearly as against all of the sexiness as uh, you guys think I am in general. It's just that you blindside <laughs> me with it and go, and you go from like zero to ten so fast that I've not had a moment to realise what you're saying until we're halfway in. To well, I guess Klingons have a micro penis or maybe two penises. Oh right, I'll do I'll do a, a winding up thing then. I don't know what's making it into this. <laughs> this way. has been the, the this has been the most out of control uh, we've, <laughs> we've done uh, so far in a record. Um, right, hang on. Uh, well, that there yeah, that was rubbish. I <laughs> managed to fuck it up in less than one syllable. Okay. Well, that just about wraps everything up for this episode. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? What are you laughing at me for? I don't know. I can feel... I was trying not to laugh, but I fucked that up in less than one <laughs> syllable. So I tried to like... Because I knew that would put you off. And then I restrained it. And then as soon as you started talking again, I was like, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Let him get through it. And then I started. I'm so sorry. Right. Okay. Okay. Chill. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to cut all of this out, but I'm going to keep it, and we can we can do it as a little bonus thing. How many times <laughs> it took us to get to like a blooper event. reel? Yeah. Well, that that just about wraps. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Muddy's just just sitting there being like, I am I'm zoned out. Two fucking yeah. idiots. <laughs> Well, that just about wraps everything up for this episode, I think. Uh, thank you to my colleagues and friends, Maddie Churchhouse and Nathan Thomas. Uh, what episode are we going to look at next? Uh, Deep Space Nine's two-parter opening. So we're going to look at the pilot whoop, whoop. of Deep Space Nine next time, so if you want to watch that and catch up with it before we do, we'll, we'll watch that uh, and report back next week. Uh, but other than that... All that's left to say is uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, tell your friends, give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and uh, it, it, 
Follow hashtag Jake Donaldson as a bad feminist on Twitter. Don't do that. <laughs> but you can follow us on Twitter at RedshirtsCast, or we've got an email address, <laughs> redshirtscast.gmail.com. We've got Instagram as well, at RedshirtsCast, if you want to follow us on Instagram. Uh, otherwise, thank you for listening. Uh, thanks again to our, our wonderful friend, uh, Ben Kavanagh, who did the music for our episode. Uh, and all that, all that's left to say is goodbye and live long and prosper.